This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? The time is now. The time is here. Headgum, turn the music down because my voice is clear. I wrote that specifically for this episode. I just want everybody to know that from here on out for the next seven episodes, I will start each episode rhyming because it's what I do. My rap days are back. What's up, niggas? Welcome to the cast with Ray and Jaquise. I'm the Ray side of the equation. No, you are not. <laughs> I, I haven't smoked in a week because I've been on the job and I couldn't smoke and apparently my brain needs it. I'm the Jaquise side of the equation. I don't know. I could be Ray. I could be Ray. I mean, you could. Ray's unisex enough. And Jaquise is probably unisex. We could swap for an episode. We could swap. Like to. I, listen, today I'll be the reasonable one and you be the <laughs> one that likes the trash and the filth. Okay, uh, okay. I absolutely like the trash and the filth we're about to talk about. I'm the Ray side of the equation, if you don't yes, know. Yes. But um, like I'm so excited for this week's like episode because I don't know, like I'm always reluctant to explore ratchetry in certain spaces mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't want the conversation to get dicey. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I don't want racist input to color my experience of my yeah. people at their worst. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you today's know. episode. Today's episode is very much like you know, you know, you you don't say shit in front of company episode. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But we gonna but we gonna be saying it today in front of company because well, company we, can't talk back. Company can't talk back. So company can listen. Company can yeah. listen. Cause oh. We gonna get loud. We're oh gonna wait, get loud. Are you talking about company uh, listeners or? A guest? Oh no, not our guest. Our guest ain't oh. company. Our guest is family. I was, I was like, guest is, he, is family. Is yeah. yeah. Oh, he fa- oh, okay. Guest is family. Yeah. Company. You know that's Got what it. I mean. You don't, I'm you don't bring shit. I'm clear on it. You don't okay. bring the family drama in front of company. Just you keep mm-hmm. it in the family. We got Iron family. Madison on today. You know him from Keep It. Can't wait for him to come on in just a couple of minutes. He is the person that chose this clip for us. He told us mm-hmm. this is what we talking about. I am so happy. This is what we're talking about because (laughs) let me tell you something first of all we ain't had too many all black uh shows that we've hit so far on the cast no but oh boy this is some nigger dumb we're about to cover today (laughs) and i can't wait i it is it is it's fun there's there was a decided blackification of vh1 Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that was when they officially got me like I'm tuned in on everything. I was just watching their couples retreat reboot last week. Like I do anything VH1 does now because yeah. loving hip hop, every franchise has been incredible. It's been incredible. But, no different today. Loving yeah. hip hop, Atlanta season two. This is the season finale. Stevie J proposes. Sounds sweet enough, but it's not. Let's get to the clip. You don't have to cry no more. Tell me more, you know, what you want me to do. Don't I don't you know think we need to, like, get engaged or something? That's what you want? Yes. Y'all give me a little time. I'm so 
so glad that we came here. I think I fell in love with you all over again. So what you want to do? I want to do everything. I want to be with you forever. I want to love you forever. I want to make money with you forever. <laughs> I think that we should make things happen. And I went out and got you a gift. Gift? Yeah. Baby, you ready to marry me now? Yo, what's this? It's a ring. So, so I don't, I don't get what you're asking me. You asking me? I'm asking you to marry me. I'm gonna say that we got time, and I'm gonna put this on, right? And I'm not gonna say yeah right now, and I'm not gonna say no right now. I'm saying we got time, and I want to keep this though. So let's see how long it take him to get me my engagement ring. I walk upstairs, I just have on this nice summer dress, hair done, makeup done, like always, looking good. But the minute I walk in, I see three champagne glasses and my ring sitting right next to it. So at this point, I'm like, what's up? Why am I here? What we gotta talk? It's a big, big day for me and Jocelyn. We already share a special bond, but when she put that ring on my finger in Puerto Rico, I realized we were truly life partners. And today, I want the whole world to know that. All of a sudden, the doors open, elevator doors open. Here come Molly the maid strolling in, looking stupid like always. Hey, Jocelyn. Stevie invites me out to talk. I show up, and the first thing I see is Miss Jocelyn standing next to him. And I'm like, what the is this man up to now? So this is why I'm here. I'm here to let you know that I love you, you know what I'm saying, and I appreciate the ring, right? I'm your family. I'm both of y'all's family. Jocelyn, what did you tell me in Puerto Rico? That we were what? Life partners, right? I'm excited, but not really, because I got somebody here that's disturbing me, and it's not really special. So, you know, it really kind of like was like, mm, this doesn't make any sense. Now that everything is going great, and everything is cool with me and her, I don't, I don't just want to leave you out of it. I got, I got something for you. This is just like some, you know what I'm saying? Small token of my appreciation to you, too. You don't want this? Classic. You don't want this? BBJ. Classic. You like that? You pissed your fiance off. Jocelyn, where you going? She's leaving. Jocelyn, where you going, Ma? I just approved your membership for the life partner game, and you're leaving already? You serious? You bitch! You a bitch! You you wanted them, girl, you got them. <laughs> Congratulations on the engagement. That clip was insane. Mm -hmm. And the madman behind the suggestion for that insane clip is here with us. We have podcast superstar, hilarious comedian, personal friend, mm -hmm. writer, talented journalist, all that stuff. You know, all the things that you pay people for legibility and things, you know, you pay them to write. Yeah. I'll do a better intro later. <laughs> Give it up for Ira Madison, everybody. Nah, keep, keep that intro in. Keep that <laughs> intro in. It is befitting of a king. What's up, Ira? That was so sweet. What is up? That was so sweet. <laughs> oh, really? I, you know, I, I felt like I left out your uh, your esteemed like, writer credits. Like, you have big ones. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's why I was like. I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm not see, doing I was just about to say. Missing deadlines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, before we 
started, we was like, what you got going on? I was like, man, I ain't doing the damn thing. <laughs> Which is how you know niggas doing shit. When they talk yes, about I ain't exactly. doing the damn thing, that's how you know people doing shit. You know, they try doing, to keep it breezy. I was doing things. We literally, <laughs> like, just before the camera went on, we were just talking about a painting he just put up. He's doing things. Yeah, people just who doing, put up paintings This are dude doing got a Diana Ross painting he just put up. Nigga, you doing stuff. <laughs> so it was it was on the stairwell when when uh, I saw Ray recently to watch Real Housewives of New York, yeah. mm-hmm. the premiere. Um... And it was it was not hung up yet, so it was hung up the next morning. It's beautiful. I, I was it. like, oh, I know who it is Thank straight you. away. But we are not it. talking about a, a show that pretends to be as classy as Real Housewives of New yeah. York. Yeah, <laughs> I just we are talking about a show about that, a show that is, is as hood as hood gets. I just want to before before I we're about to get your thoughts on the, your initial thoughts on this clip. Before we do that, I just want to let me. Let me whisper to my white friends right now, all the white listeners right now. You've had 12 episodes. Lucky number 13, you're about to get the blackest episode of the cast you're going to get. Because <laughs> that's what this episode is about to be. You got three black folks about to talk about the blackest show we've talked about. <laughs> and I can't fucking wait. Ira, please hit us with the initial thoughts. What the fuck is this clip, man? <laughs> this is... This is a high art. Yes. I just want to say that I am so, so sad that it took me so long to like really dive into um, the Love and Hip Hop franchise, mm-hmm. but I'm fully in. I'm fully in. And I, um, I love how Mona Scott Young, the producer, like has basically said, I'm going to make a One Life to Live. <laughs> yes. Using yes. like actual hip hop stars. Yes. And they, you know, they go along with yes. it. And like they, they, they do some crazy ass shit in the name of TV. And I, I cannot understand Jocelyn taking this much um, degradation <laughs> from Stevie J constantly. constantly. But what I love about it is after two seasons of him treating her like shit um, and Jocelyn sort of like really being awful to Mimi. She got her revenge in this clip, yeah. and she is cackling. The music is turned up <laughs> to Suspiria. It's great. It's great. Mimi, Mimi in this clip is the equivalent of a of of like you know when you're a kid and you get the price of you get your price of admission when you go to it. You like you get the ticket. And it's everything you hope for. That is Mimi in this fucking. Clip. That is that is so hilarious to me like i was so turned off by mimi in oh, this clip were you i loved yes. mimi in this clip ah, i yes. loved her yes you were t- i'm surprised so by off. that i'm surprised, I'm I'm surprised by, by it too i'm surprised by it too because i loved it when it happened the first time like in 2013 mm. i was so happy for mimi i was like mm-hmm. yes Finally. Okay, let's 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 get this out of the way. I'm I I am I am probably please tell me if I'm wrong, but I can see a reason to be turned off. It's because Stevie J is hitting the bottom of the garbage bag when it comes oh. to trashness. Absolutely. <laughs> in this clip. What's what's truly happening for context for the viewers or for the yeah. listeners is we'll that go through it. Stevie J has just taken a trip with the 
woman who was his side chick for season. So Mimi was this perfectly decent, very sweet woman who came out to this show, Love and Hip Hop, with her former producer partner. And she discovered on camera that he was having an affair with a woman who was also cast on the show. This is the second season. Mimi has left Stevie. He is now with Jocelyn, and he's torturing Jocelyn all season. Stevie in this clip shows up with terrorism on his heart because he has just left Puerto Rico with this girl who has just proposed to him. Mm -hmm. Another recycled, love and hip hop loves to recycle storylines, by the way. A woman proposing to her man who won't propose to her is a storyline from Love and Hip Hop New York, first season. Chrissy proposes to Jim. But Jocelyn proposes to Stevie, and this clip is Stevie's response. He. He proposes in response and brings his baby mama ex-girlfriend, the woman he violated all of season one, to to give her a gift while giving his quote-unquote fiancé yeah. a proposal. It is truly cruel. Truly Let's start at cruel. the top. Let's start uh-huh. at the top. Because first of all, like you said, Ira, is giving off straight. And listen, we talk, I think me and you talked about this on Keep It. I'm a general hospital head. I love me a good soap opera. I love the music. I love the piano. I love the the champagne hitting the ice in the beginning of the clip. And Stevie J is playing the piano beautifully. I mean, this dude is playing it beautifully. I'm like, oh, I'll sing for mm-hmm. you. Because that's exactly what he asked Jocelyn to do. How you going to play piano when somebody come in and be like, sing for me? No, that's how I knew he had terrorism on his heart. Because not only did he not only did he have this girl walk into a room and say, sing for me. He knows that girl can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she didn't. She came. I mean, she, she walked really in with sing. an attitude. She really cannot sing. Truly. Yeah, she walked you, in with an attitude. She walked in with an attitude and and then he told her to sing, and I knew she was mad because we all know she can't sing. It's like, like Jocelyn is what Cardi, like Jocelyn's what Cardi B, Car, Jocelyn in her head is what Cardi B actually is. So like, it's it's unfortunate because he was clearly trying to take her down and deflate her ego like before anything got started. Like, what did you mm-hmm. think of St- Stevie's introduction, Ira? You know, I enjoy Stevie J on the show so far. I am only into season three, uh, but only because he's giving you, like, vintage, like, Spencer Pratt. Yes. You know? Like, he is like, I am going to be a monster. Yeah. We'll produce this show in every scene. And it's amazing watching it because after the first season where he's, you know, so good at it, uh, just sort of like fucking with Mimi and Jocelyn's heads, right? You see the rest of the men on the cast, except for Lil Scrappy, because Lil Scrappy is in his own world with Mama D. Uh, but every other man on the show tries to be Stevie J. Yes. It's mm-hmm. so bizarre. It's it's so bizarre because even this, like, he calls himself Sleaze eventually. Like, he recognizes that he's an utter piece of shit. So mm-hmm. why is he so charming? Why is he so charming to those women? Why is he so charming to us? You know what? It, here's here's why here's why Stevie J, I think is is because the good the good reality show stars recognize I'm a character. Now yeah. I'm not saying this is not who he is he, in some shape, form, or yeah. fashion. But when you recognize you're a character and you play the part, you're gonna be good TV. And like and it's surprisingly, so many reality stars haven't 
like gotten Figured that out yet? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Ray and I talk about this all the time with Real Housewives, right? It's like, they're specifically Atlanta, there are people like um, Portia uh, who <laughs> basically don't realize that they're a character in a TV show yeah. uh, and are constantly mad at other people for being on a TV show around them. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yes, uh, exactly. That's exactly and, correct. And Stevie gets it. And I will say that, like, what I love about Mimi in season two is she gets that she's on she a TV show. Mm-hmm. She gets it now, too. She gets it now. She didn't get, she got it halfway through the season, I would say. Yeah. Because the season opens up. She is still shook. The, you know what? I won't always be on Mimi's side in this moment <laughs> because the season opened up with Jocelyn walking into Mimi's home. Oh, yes. And saying, I forgot. Hey, maid. <laughs> I see you got your maid clothes on like you always do. No, but even in this clip, she references it again because there's a confessional yeah. moment where she's like, and here comes me, be the maid. Look as yeah. stupid as always. And I yeah. Was like, oh, geez. Yeah. So Mimi's not a maid. Mimi owns a cleaning business, like a house yes. cleaning business. And I guess that was Jocelyn, who's like this glamorous stripper slash escort slash rapper. Her like for her for someone like her weirdly Mimi is someone to look down to. It's so bizarre. I don't know why the roles are roles are reversed on this show for me. But I mean, I will say they look down. On, she looks down on her because in every interaction w- that Jocelyn has with another woman on the show or man, like they can always bring up the fact that she used to be like a, a stripper and prostitute, yeah. right? And so I guess she has to find a way to build herself up. Also. Yeah. This 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 woman, by the way, is like in her early mid twenties in this scene. Yes, mm-hmm. that also was something that really stood out to me. <sighs> like I've had that issue on this podcast before, where I've called an older woman getting like you know enjoying the like enjoying a back and forth with a much younger woman, an agbaya, mm-hmm. which is a Yoruba word for like you know immature, you know. And it just mm-hmm. felt weird for me. Like obviously. Jocelyn is in the house, in the, I guess, piano place lounge that Stevie's in. He's playing piano. Jocelyn walks in. She's skeptical. And then the baby mama comes in. And I was just like, what if if Stevie J invites you to an event and tells you to get fully dressed up and you walk in and you see his 20-something-year-old girlfriend while you two people are playing in your 40s, why you would walk in, see the fuckery, and not just walk out? No, I wouldn't walk out. I wouldn't walk out. Mimi came in. Mimi came in ready for a show. She came in and she was like, give me my champagne. Let me (laughs) let me put my ass on the most comfortable part of this couch. (laughs) And I'm gonna kick my feet up and I'm I'm ready to watch some TV. I'm ready to watch Netflix live. All right. That's what Mimi (laughs) came into this clip. That's what she came into that room with. That's the energy. That's the energy for sure. I mean, yes, on reality TV, we're aiming for our most petty, and especially yeah. on a production like Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. I guess. But it just felt so uncomfortable to watch, you know, to be like, here's this like twenty something year, like you pointed out, who thinks her dreams have come true, and also it's just like with Mimi, like. She's one of those people who's like so proud of herself because now 
Jocelyn's on the receiving end of the like pain that she gave her. And I Mm -hmm. get that wanting to watch that revenge. But it's stupid because Mimi is sitting around looking stupid, waiting for Stevie and uh, Jocelyn to get their revenge. It's like Stevie keeps playing with Mimi. He's still playing with Mimi. He's still the one who has people in control in this scene. Like Mm -hmm. Mimi didn't actually win anything. Stevie was flexing on his current girl girlfriend with his old girlfriend and the old girlfriend is giggling like she won something this is like to me it felt like if you go to a store and like the shop attendant is racist so you buy out everything in the store to prove to the shop attendant that you're not a poor black person it's like well you also went broke trying to prove it and that's what it feels like to me it's like oh Mimi's sitting there getting embarrassed just waiting around for me for Jocelyn to get embarrassed. You both look stupid to me. Well, that's why know. she had to go and make a tape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know, right? Tape. I don't know, right? I, exactly. Maybe. Like, Mimi doesn't look like a winner. I mean, my context that Jacques, maybe you don't have, is that Mimi made a sex tape with her clone of a boyfriend, clone of Stevie J boyfriend, and it somehow got leaked to the public. That's what Mimi's like walking into this scene with for me. So it's not like a like we saw you get destroyed by this man. Like this one moment, this one mm-hmm. four minute scene at the end of season two that I didn't even remember until Ira mentioned isn't the win. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, you mm. know, I, let me tell you. you didn't remember that the the cackling, the pulling the dress down, the holding the champagne. <laughs> it is great. so. It is great. It no, is beautiful. If, it is beautiful. If, Ready for if some Mimi tea didn't drama. Look stupid. If Mimi didn't look stupid and this happened in season one or season like at the top of season two, I think I might have enjoyed it a little more. Mm-hmm. But they still like Mimi had like she had f- legit fights with Stevie over this girl. Like, cool. yeah, I mean, the previous season, they, they fought in the therapist's office. The, exactly. Like, it's I don't know. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a win. It feels like you've I mean, listen, you know, listen, sometimes sometimes as a wrestling fan, sometimes you don't have to win. Sometimes you can lose the match. Uh-huh. If you get the rub and you still come out on top, okay. you know, you okay, may lose, okay. the, you may lose the match. You may lose the intercontinental title, but the next week you win the Royal Rumble and you going on to the WWF title. That's from okay, all, that's okay. all my wrestling fans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what oh, did you, know, think of you, about? you know, what me, did you Mimi think is, of- is Charlotte Flair. I she got is it. Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi and Charlotte Flair. Mimi might Mimi might lose uh, at you know on Raw, but she gonna win on SmackDown. So okay, okay, all right, okay. I can yes. I can take it. I can take it. Ira, what did you What did, did you, you think of Jocelyn? Oh, go ahead. Did you Did you both clock Stevie continually asking? Jocelyn questions and Jocelyn not answering like a single yes. one of them. Like yes. it was so uncomfortable because yes, you just because knew she was, she was anticipating, mad. She was anticipating fuckery because she knows her man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just like, she was, she was just like, nothing good can come of this. Like, I don't know if they'd gotten into an argument earlier that morning before he left. I don't know. But she she already knew he was up to games. It was it there was no way that this was gonna go good. What I didn't understand, and tell me what you think, Ira, of this, is why he was confused that Jocelyn left, and then why he pursued her, and then when she asked him, "Are you serious, Stevie?" 
and then he stays quiet because he knows he's serious and she like just pops him in the fucking face <laughs> and proceeds to brawl on this man like he slapped her father or her mother yes. and just pulverizes him I mean production is like letting her low key but not Cause they're like, nah, Stevie deserves it. Also, we need some good TV. <laughs> but, like, yeah. but like, it was, it was, it was uncomfortable a little bit. It was a little mm. uncomfortable. But like, Mimi, Mimi shot in. You wanted him. You got him. You had him. <laughs> that seems that. so petty. Cause she was crying you know while she's punching in this boy. That wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't even the funniest part of Mimi's like outburst to me. Funniest uh-huh. part of Mimi's outburst before the fight. But you all will find out after we come back from the break. We'll be right back, everybody. And we back, we back, we back. We got Ira Madison talking love and hip-hop Atlanta season two, Mm -hmm. episode 15. Stevie J proposing to his, I guess, fiance and also giving... I didn't even see what the gift was. Was it like what a commitment ring or some shit was, to his ex girl? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My favorite part of this, which is where you knew Mimi was just like, mm, I'm enjoying myself. Is after <laughs> after Stevie J puts the ring on her, and Stevie J is like, "Ooh, it fits so good." And Mimi is oh. back in the back talking about that's so beautiful. Knowing she <laughs> she on some bullshit. Yeah. Like that's so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. AKA, you dumbass motherfucker. Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, oh, Stevie spent, I think, ten years with Mimi, right? It was a long, it was a good she amount knew. of time. Mm-hmm. And he never married her. She and knew. it was just like, she was like, if he ain't marry me, he ain't gonna marry you. Like in that moment, she was like, okay, girl. That was mm-hmm. that was one time where I was celebrating victory with her. I was like, look at this girl being foolish. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I will say, and that follows her, right? Because um, for, for people who don't know the future, and I don't know that much of the future, but like literally the next season, uh, Mimi spends like half her storyline trying to expose their wedding as yes. fake. Yes. I guess it's like you, you saying that just clocked that in my mind, right? I'm like, of course she spends the season doing yeah. that. Because like, if you spent 10 years with this man and you, he never married you, you want to expose the fact that he did not also get not married to Not marry that Joshua. girl either, exactly. I, would, I, I mean, I get, like, the problem with this whole thing for me is like, I completely understand Mimi's motivation. She is the morally correct person. She's ethically correct. And she's mm-hmm. even, a, she looks more beautiful than I've ever seen her on this show in this clip, by the way. Yes. She's so gorgeous here. Like, Stunning. Everything should be a moment, but I don't know why it's not hitting for me. Maybe okay. it's because mm. I'm bringing, I will be fair, I am bringing my love for Jocelyn outside of this clip and like mm-hmm. in everything she does in her world to this moment. Because I just can't. Watch Jocelyn go out sad and Mimi cackling when I know that's not what the future holds, you know? Mm, Okay. I enjoy it as a soap moment. Exactly. You know? Like, because it's like, I mean, soap operas are all about, you know, like, the people getting, like, one up in one another, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, yeah, at a certain point, it's like, yes, you may be um, morally correct to, like, um, Sammy Brady. On Days of mm-hmm. Our Lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but okay. it's but it's also like 
you should probably get over it trying to expose her as evil. Like, just move, you know, <laughs> or like stop, stop hanging out with her, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you, Mona's like, no, we need this. They got to keep going back and forth, you know. Well, I mean, this is the show, right? Because it's constantly people like, I can't understand the people constantly trying to like, um, you know, expose or get back together with like yeah. a little scrappy on the show. Yeah. It's 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 a genius formula. I don't know why it wasn't figured out before Mona. I don't know why <laughs> no one else has stolen it. But for some reason, Mona Scott figured out that all anybody wants to see on primetime television is love triangles with a rapper. Yes. It's like, and she <laughs> yeah. has it on every, it's on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. It's on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. It's on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Love and Hip Hop New York. It's just yeah. like I everywhere. Mean, this show has figured out and, like, the good ones do, and shows are different. Like, we all three like, watch The Challenge, right? And The Challenge mm-hmm. has its soap opera moments. But, like, mm-hmm. soap operas have been around for Ages. 60 fucking years plus, you mm-hmm. know? And there's a reason, right? And this show has figured out what is the formula that makes people keep coming back to soap operas. Mm-hmm. It is not making sense like it doesn't have to make sense like this doesn't make sense like nobody in their right mind thinks i am going to bring my girl who proposed to me to this place and propose to her and as soon as she tells me i like the ring gonna turn to my baby mama and be like but i got something for you too no nigga (laughs) thinks that shit is gonna work nobody does right but But shit like that works on soap operas because we like to believe these fantastic cool thing we like to believe somebody can get shot and come back five years mm-hmm. later alive you know like that's this type of fantastical sure. storyline but then it's weird because i like a, a lot of what was hard in this moment is like is it real or is it not real because mm-hmm. jocelyn yeah. because jocelyn was actually crying on the elevator and that took me out of the game it's like oh she's actually sad because she really does want to marry this guy and he did just humiliate her on tv and they weren't playing and Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like if how much fun is it after a while when only one person is playing the game or and mm. or one person is so much better at the game than the other two participants playing it's a it's a landslide you i would rather the game be forfeit than watch the ba- mm. like it started to get painful and exhausting after a while and so like That's- in this moment it was just like oh stevie's still playing and jocelyn can't hang and that was sad mm-hmm. for a second yeah i will say that's the interesting thing about this show right because it's like it blurs even more the line of like what is yeah. real, what is it for reality tv and it's like you know these scenes are like happening mm-hmm. uh you like you like the the conflicts are all very real uh except kirk and rashida i don't believe them they're liars <laughs> they're liars they're grifters <laughs> fuck both of them um <laughs> But I would say that, like, you, you, know that this, yeah. you know that like, you know, you know that, like, it's true that, like, jo- Mimi found out that Jocelyn was, like, having an affair with her man, like, on camera, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll keep us going. I'll keep us going. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Now, I don't, I, I may be, I don't know, like you guys has passed as far as like relationships and engagements and things like that mm-hmm. or things like that. But mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have, I, I've been engaged in my life. Right. 
something that I find so fascinating about Stevie J is that I had to look this up, right? It's not so much that he wants this engagement. Because like when 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 Jocelyn was like, so does this mean we're engaged? And you know Stevie J did like the, you know, the the low down dude shit where instead of answering, he took a drink of his champagne. Like, what, what, what'd you say? Because he didn't <laughs> have no answer, right? <laughs> but like he doesn't view it as an engagement. He views it as something like the life partnership gang or some shit. Uh, like it yes. is like a, <laughs> it is huh. it is not a it is not this isn't gonna be a marriage for him this is like you are coming into the gang you are just another you know slimmy in the game and i don't know why jocelyn wants like jocelyn has to know this right well so that's what's kind of crazy about this it's like why doesn't know why doesn't jocelyn know this isn't real because jocelyn is a street girl like she should know this isn't real she should know what stevie's up to i don't know why she fell in love with him she's a person who knows the game she knows how to get money from dudes like whatever i think maybe she fell in love with him for real and like really did want to become a rapper and like really did want these things to happen because she should be so streetwise for none of this to affect her. But it really got to her. Maybe she thought the show did actually change her life and was disappointed to find out that Stevie was still doing to her the things that men do to women, you know? Yeah, I think she does actually love him, which is the problem (laughs) Mm -hmm. that she keeps running into, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's also like, I guess if he's playing the game, like her only game gambit is like getting him to like, film on tv being like yes we're engaged and stuff yeah. like that you know like that's her win that's her and, win. and and like what if the whole like fake marriage yeah was an appeasement by yeah. by stevie the night yeah yeah it just you know it just why doesn't jocelyn know it's real is the thing because mimi's cackling is like clear she knows it's not real Right. She knows this is all a game. And I guess that's what takes the fun out of it for me. But it is hilarious watching Stevie get popped. I'm not one for violence on reality TV, but he deserved every beatbox he got. Every time we have violence on on our show, you love it. You like violence on reality (laughs) TV. You love violence on reality TV. Of course. I was just trying to convince Ira to start Bad Girls Club from season one. So (laughs) I love violence on reality TV. I've got to pretend to be classy, though, you know. I get it. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you have the class. I'll let you have the class. Thanks for the call out, though. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, I appreciate it. Keep me on. I love this. I love it's like it makes me think like. Damn, if other reality shows we had, like, let people, like, box the way they Fight. do. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be wanting to see fights, man. I'd be wanting to see, you like. You do? I do. I, I like a fight. I like you a like fight. You like reality TV? Okay, do you like a fight when it's a fight, or do you like a fight when a woman is slapping a man for being low down? Because I feel like those are different things. I don't want to see, like, two girls boxing each other. You know what I mean? But I do. <laughs> I want to see. Perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I want to see two girls fight. Yeah. I want to see. Y'all talked wanna, about Roni, right? Like, yeah. Wouldn't you have loved if like Heather just like picked up Aviva's leg and hit her with <laughs> and it? threw that shit back? No. That shit. Heather, Heather would still be on the cast if she did. <laughs> Heather would still be on the cast. Ray, you want Aviva off the cast? You should have told Heather to pick that leg just back up and throw it. it back. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's when you. That's that's how you. That's, that's, that's how you get on. Yeah, that's I true. love it. I Listen, love when people go crazy on reality, throw chairs and all look this at shit. It's trying great. to bring Bravo sensibilities to a VH1 conversation. My bad. Let me reorient. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Okay. Okay. Get your okay. respectability out of here, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and my Obama swag trying to be like, we're classy over here. No. Okay. We want the mess. All right. All right. So I did cackle when Jocelyn boxed him. I cackled the whole time. And I, my biggest like moment of glee in this clip was when... You saw Stevie after he had gotten boxed up by Jocelyn and he's just trying to hand brush his waves and look (laughs) not pissed when he's clearly mad that he got boxed on national television. (laughs) One of my favorite things is seeing dudes who are too cool for school after they get punked. Oh, watching a too cool for school dude get punked is one of my favorite things in the world. I love it. I love he was it. Trying to, he was trying to look sexy while he's yeah. furious. He's he furious. Like, she only got one or two hits in. I'm still good, baby. I'm still good. <laughs> um, would Would you guys have enjoyed seeing Mimi uh, do more? Or was this sitting back and soaking it in enough for you? You you know why I like Mimi in this clip. Let me, let me, mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to know what you think about this too, Ira. Here's why I really like Mimi in this clip. Very rarely... Do you get to see somebody be the same audience that you are, right? Um. Like she was, like even in like other reality shows when people are fighting, people get into it or people just like to, you know, sneak around and and like listen to people's conversations. But in this moment, like Mimi was exactly the audience. I am here for tea and I have gotten tea. <laughs> like that is, I've gotten the drama. And right. so like- Mimi's reactions and everything for me was exactly mm-hmm. how I was reacting to the whole situation, like right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I it's like a, Mimi. It's a popcorn gift. It's a popcorn gift. It's like a reunion episode yeah. where, like, you yes. aren't in the hot seat this season. Yeah. You yes. know, and, like, someone else is being dragged, and you just like, well... They did do that. (laughs) (laughs) And you just throw out some jabs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's spot on, though. Yeah. Like, this is that's her behavior. Like I think that's why I started to like Mimi in this because like I found that like she found that she can't be aggressive the way Jocelyn is. That's or, like, true. So or, or like the um box or like the mastermind that Stevie J is, but like she like responds to like the mess with sort of like a like a chillness about mm-hmm. her. Like I've never seen her like. Uh, I hear they like get into another fight like later, Mimi and Jocelyn, yeah. but like it's sort of like. She never really, I don't think she could like really like box and win a lot of fights, no, Mimi. No. But I've noticed whenever people do come at her, she doesn't back, like she doesn't flinch. No. She doesn't back down from it. Like I, she got in that fight with like um, K Michelle K. earlier Michelle. in the season. And like K Michelle's like coming at her, and Mimi's just standing there like, Are you gonna hit me? Right. You know? Uh, and that was her attitude after this thing at the reunion, right? Uh, with Jocelyn. Like, she's just sitting there, and Jocelyn's, like, mad and getting up. Like, you a throwback. You old. You old ho. And Mimi's just sitting there laughing, like, okay, girl. <laughs> I I do appreciate that coolness because I find that 
I, you know what, like, because I'm so into reality TV, I I want, like, the characters to all have, like, a mastery of it and, like, mm-hmm. to be as whip smart as everybody else that I love. But mm-hmm. you're right. Not everybody's supposed to be Kenya Moore. Not everybody's supposed to be Jocelyn Hernandez. And perhaps, you know, a quiet Kiki, instead of lashing out, might be the thing to do. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just... And, yeah, now, and now, and now, Mimi, and now, Mimi married to a WNBA star. She glowed. Oh up. no, they broke up. They just oh, broke up. Damn. Mm. She glowed oh, up. Sorry, she did glowed I up spoil? Some. Did I spoil real life for you? Yeah, you, you spoil real no, life. I, I wasn't I, on I, that I, episode I, I, yet. No, I do know that she um, has a little Dixie Chicks moment. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I don't know. She's loving the chicks. She's Dixian. She's Dixian. I heard that happens later. It has not happened on the show yet. Yeah. No, it has not happened. It yeah, happens you'll... like closer to like the seasons we're at now, I think, right? And and when Mimi is in a lesbian relationship, she go, you go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm clear. All right. Um. So, sorry, go ahead, Ray. No, no, you're finished. So let me let me all right. So let me let me ask you something because I feel like we've hit we've hit this clip. You know we've talked about it. It's it's funny because there's not much to cover in this, but there's so mm-hmm. much to cover in this. <laughs> I have to know because you're rewatching or you're watching it first time now, right? So sometimes when we watch reality shows that are a little older, this is seven eight years old at this point that you're watching it and. You know, we're not in 2013. We're in 2021 now. Sometimes mm-hmm. people watch things with the 2021 glasses. Me. That's from, you know, not just you. I think, like, a lot of a lot of people, every, everybody does to a degree, mm-hmm. right? But as you're watching this and you see this moment, what's your thoughts on with some shit like this? Like, would Love & Hip Hop even do this again now, right? Is this something that's like a bygone era? Like... A person proposing to basically to two fucking people just to get some fights going. Like I feel like I don't <laughs> that see shit. Awful. <laughs> I feel like I don't see shit like this on like shows now, right? Or maybe mm. I maybe I maybe I don't watch the right show. So I don't know. You guys tell mm. me. Yeah, the I thing don't is know. The thing is, so I was just watching a couples retreat. So VH1 is like doing the whole Bachelor universe where it's just like you're just picking people from shows and putting them on other shows kind of thing. And uh there are people from Love and Hip Hop on on the Couples Retreat. Kirk and Rashida are on it. And scammers. <laughs> yes, they're they're kind of being scammy on it. But Ray J and Princess Love is on are on this. And maybe it's because Ray J is like a childhood friend to a lot of people for us. But Ray J's out here being the most terroristic person on TV, <laughs> like ever okay. to his girl. There's not two women. But he did have that storyline his first couple of seasons in Love and Hip Hop. I think in the in the like Love and Hip Hop realm, you could keep that going. I don't think you can start a new franchise foundationally around men mistreating women in the same way. Yeah. But mm. it can it if it's already existing, it can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wild that like watching this, I'm like, why didn't Empire just do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> They have no right. love triangles. <clears throat> Nothing. They yeah, had Google anyway. Kitty for a little bit with... Uh, True. That, well, I mean, that was fun for the first season, but then they killed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't giving like, no love spin-offs or nothing. Love it, right? Love and hip-hop and soap operas will tell you, like, we just wanted to see um, 
Boo Boo Kitty and Taraji like fighting with each other for like eight years. Yeah. Yes, that's probably it. That's yeah. probably Come it. But on. I guess, but then you know what? It's probably them not wanting to put stereotypes of women on TV. And I think you can make a better case for not doing that in a scripted show versus like, because if it's here, a reality it is, show, Ray. you could be like, they're just really like that. You know? And you know what? And here it is. That is the downfall of so much good TV, ain't it? Or films. Constantly worried about like the, the what you putting out there. Uh-huh. Instead of just making just, 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 just make making, a damn story, just make a shit, just make some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree yeah. with that. I can agree. Wait, with that. wow! Did we get Ira to come out against cancel culture live on the air? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the cast, everybody. We <laughs> okay, don't so, like cancel Ira. culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wait, so Ira. I don't like cancel culture. I like drag culture. Hello. Yeah. Okay. okay. I love and, I love dragging somebody for doing something raw. I don't care if they get canceled or not. Yeah, just okay. drag them. Just drag them. Okay. I fuck okay. with dragging. So if if we were to cast someone based on this clip, we just watched Stevie get dragged literally mm. and figuratively. Uh, um, what would what would you? Whom would you put on your cast if you had to pick some one of the three players in this clip? Mimi, Jocelyn, Hernandez, or Stevie J? Absolutely Stevie J. I like I know some of the people who y'all like. I don't know who y'all at um sorry. Absolutely Stevie J, because I know y'all cast has people like New York mm-hmm. bananas, you know? And it's like those are the people who are these big um, personalities who are going to, you know, be a part of the drama. They're, they're mm-hmm. like, going to be in fights. But a person like Stevie J is a great personality who will gaslight and start tiny fires throughout the house. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, Stevie J is the person who will give you a fight between bananas in New York. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Right. And, and, and I find that very interesting because he is... Very grimy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's a he's grimy so dude. Grimy. He's a grimy mm-hmm. dude, but for whatever reason, like we said earlier, because he's playing a f- I don't want to say he's playing a full on character, but this is a full on character. Right. That you just want to keep coming back to because what do we watch reality TV for, right? We watch it for the yeah. drama, right? We watch we it for do. the drama and you know he gonna give it to you. In the most despicable ways, but you still like in your corner, you know, he he and tatine and shit because <laughs> exactly. it's funny. It's, it's like that it's so Russell ludicrous. Westbrook, like that Russell Westbrook gif where he's just eating mm. eating mm. on the bench. But, A side note, uh, Jaquees, I live across the street from his old house. From R. Kelly's? <laughs> no, the, oh, oh, Chris from Brown. Chris Brown's. That's so funny. Yes, that's so funny. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, I thought I told you that. Yes, the house he was arrested at. And oh no! A friend, I didn't a friend, know that. A friend came over yesterday. They were like getting in the Uber. They were like, "My Uber driver told me that Chris Brown used to live on this street." And I'm like, <laughs> "I didn't know everybody knew that lore." But the the um anesthesiologist or whatever who moved in apparently we were told is a Chris Brown fan. So like kept a lot of his like artwork up oh, in the that's, house. That's wow. so weird. I Insane. do not need Chris weird. Bro- Brown. <laughs> I want to. I kind of want to go in there and see the art on the wall. <laughs> so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. I was gonna ask you if how much of Stevie J producing Mariah Carey's Honey remix had anything to do with your selection. 
Okay, so you know what was so funny is I was waiting for a moment to bring it up. It's like when you're talking about him playing a character and being like this grimy, like sleaze mm-hmm. on TV, right? I'm He's like, like I'm like, was this man behaving like this around Miss Mariah? Because no. I don't think so. No, even in the Honey Remix video, she got Diddy behaving. She got the locks behaving. She got Mace mm-hmm. behaving. They're all just holding her hand like she's this dainty, pretty Actually, little girl. Actually, you know what? He's pro- he probably was not. A- Tommy Mottola oh, wow. would not play that. He would not play that. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and, and also, like, I'm sure Stevie doesn't do this around people where he's not the big dog, right? Right. A person mm-hmm. that excited to be abusive to women probably doesn't have much power in the rest of his life. And we know mm-hmm. he doesn't because he comes onto the show broke. He's in debt for, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in child support. Like... He's down bad. Don't you know they make jokes saying? about him taking a? Don't they make jokes about him taking an Uber once? <laughs> I feel like he's. I feel like he's constantly walking around seas with his little backpack. I'm like, yeah. Are you, I'm like, you at the house for the whole day, sir? <laughs> I can't afford to go back. You know, you know, I can't you afford. Once I'm out, I'm out, man. Sure. You don't have yeah. a trunk? The bus don't run. The bus don't run past my house, bro. The bus don't run past there, man. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, like Stevie's doing all this precisely because he's down bad. And maybe that's why Mimi does look so incongruous with him and Jocelyn. Because, like, she's not down bad the way that they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, weird to watch. You know? I mean, one thing that I love about the VH1, uh, like, era of reality TV is, man, VH1 has cornered the market of making people fawn over D-list celebrities more than any other (laughs) network that I have ever fucking seen in my life. (laughs) It is so funny. The the surreal life was just that. It was just D-listers and Z-listers in a house. Yeah. Who was pulling knives in the the surreal house? Was that Janet Dickinson? (laughs) Yes, probably. Somebody somebody pulled out a knife. Yeah, I think it was her, yeah. I would think it was gender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. I haven't thought so, about that in a minute. Well, <laughs> well thank you so much, Ira. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Thank you. Know. you. Yes. Yes. I just want to say that the- I love I love that um you finally got me to embrace the ratchet um yes. reality TV. I love it. I can't get enough. I'm definitely gonna be starting Bad Girls Club. Okay. Uh, it reminds <laughs> me of the one time they did it with white folks. Uh, Rock of Love. Oh, Rock of Love was so good. White Ratchet. And I'm like, damn, I just, it makes me want like a, I want to see white people boxing each other too. So like, Mona, give us a, give us a, give us a love, love, love and pop. Right. Give us, <laughs> give, give, give us give some, give us some love and country. Love and EDM. Love and electric dance on, on TV or something. Okay. Yeah. JC Shazay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Nick Lachey in here or something, you know. Yes. The Nick Lachey, obviously. Yes. I love that. I love that. Ira, this was dope. We appreciate yes. you. Thank you for uh, thank having me. Thank you for me. your advice. Absolutely. You gave us a lot to think about. Everybody, definitely make yeah. sure you're always listening to keep it. Anything else you want people to know about? Space is yours. Floor is yours, Ira. No, I just think y'all are dope, and I love the show. I'm so happy to be on it. Thank you. Yay, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah. We appreciate you. And for everybody else, we'll be back to see who we're going to put on the cast right after this.
Welcome back, everybody. One more time. Thank you to Ira Madison the third. Ah, Ira gave us a lot to think about so far. Yeah, so far on the cast. We got a we got a nice little we got a nice little list here. I think we I yeah. think it's starting to come into shape. You know, some people are going to come on and off. I know <clears throat> some people. You know, a few weeks ago were saying, "Ooh, I don't know about this cast so far, but it might change." Mm-hmm. You're right. It is changing. Let's talk about it. We got New York from Flavor of Love, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, Aviva Drescher from Real Housewives of New York. She's also bringing her cousin Fran. We got Shangela <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. We got Snooky and Vinny from Jersey Shore, Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model, Dan Geesling from Big Brother, and the one and only Trishelle Canatella from Real World Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Cast of twelve. We are at episode thirteen. Mm-hmm. If I may, I think somebody can go. You think somebody can go? I see. I don't. I. I. Well, let's 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 talk about. It. Let's talk about it. Um. I personally, you know, I know she's had a, a nice long reality TV show career. Since mm-hmm. this season and beyond, including the season with Stevie J for um, for one year. But for me, like in this specific context, I'm not sure Jocelyn is on the radar of I mean, Greatest Reality. We didn't talk much about show. her. We didn't. We talked. We talked. We talked about her, but not in the way that you talk in- about somebody who is. You know, doing something in a doing clip. something in in a mem- memorable way. She did get yeah. she did give him those hands, and I appreciate. No, that. but he deserved it, he so deserved it wasn't hands, you know? it wasn't exciting yeah. in the same way that it uh, would have been upon first watch. But Mimi is interesting. Mimi is interesting. I know you didn't fuck with her in this episode. I enjoyed her, but I don't know what role she fills. Uh, on, like, as you talk about, like, the perfect reality show stars. I don't know mm-hmm. what role she feels personally, uh, but I did enjoy her in this clip. I enjoyed her in this clip because, like I said, for me, she was the audience, and she was just there for the tea, and boy, did she enjoy the taste of the tea that she was getting, and I thought right. that was delightful to watch uh, personally. Uh-huh. Stevie um, J. Oh, sorry. That's- no, go ahead. Stevie J. Stevie J is terrible. Right? This is terrible. This is terrible what he did. This is whack what he did. This is also great television. (laughs) Like, this is great television in the way that... I watch General Hospital. We've talked about this before, right? On General Hospital, people do the worst things. But man, do you, there are characters that you love to hate, right? Characters that you love to hate. And these characters have murdered people. These characters have gotten people, you know, switched people's bipolar medicine with placebos. Like, I'm talking like just despicable shit. But for whatever reason, they're fan favorites, right? What is that? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you call that. I don't know what you call somebody who... Is truly despicable, has done despicable things. Their archetype is villain. But for whatever reason, they become a fan favorite. I don't know what that's called, but that is Stevie J to me. I think Stevie J is a full-on character. I think Mm -hmm. he's a full-on character. And I think he plays it well. 
And I think, like Ira said, I was on the Stevie J train before, but like Ira said, you got some personalities on our cast already. You put them together. You're going to get at least more than one or two good episodes of drama. And not only do I love the drama, can you imagine corn-fed white boy Johnny Bananas with hip-hop Stevie J uh, drama and New York on the side of that uh, Mm hip-hop, you know, drama bus? I think it's fun. I personally am on the Stevie J train. Ray, the floor is yours, please. Um, uh, this clip, I, you know, we've both said it. Jocelyn wasn't particularly, like, Jocelyn Hernandez. Like, if you want to get the full suite of what Jocelyn Hernandez can bring you, watch the first three seasons of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and then go to the Zeus Network and watch Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. It is the most incredible piece of television I've ever seen, but she's not special here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mimi, I don't need a spectator on the greatest cast of all time. Okay. And with Stevie J, I feel a lot more complicated about him. Because while I'm, like, aware of all the things that make him special and all the things that make him magical, right? I'm looking at this list of people we have on here. We have New York. We have Johnny Bananas, Aviva, Shangela, Snooki, Vinny, Tyra, Dan Giesling, Trishelia. None of them are, like, you have some manipulators, Johnny Bananas and New York, but they all seem within bounds, you know? Even Tyra, it's all people who seem to be, like, manipulating for the sake of a show. Or, you know, Johnny even taking the money from Sarah. That seems cruel, but it's within the, the like, the confines of the game. It's strategic strategy in a game about strategy and the thing with stevie is that he's bringing cruel strategy to people's real lives for entertainment Mm -hmm. and it would be more okay for me if it felt like the other two women wanted to come along Mm -hmm. but that clip in particular highlighted for me that like while he's playing games there's it's real for some other people and he's not doing it in a way that would make it fun to watch for me or exciting. Like I don't need Stevie J's brand of fire starting cause we have Johnny and it's like, Johnny's not going to like spend four years destroying two women to do it. And so I don't disagree with anything you are saying. I do think that when we think about reality TV, right? This is a type of character that is on shows. And that's an unfortunate thing. I'm not saying that it's right. But this is a type of character that is on shows. This Stevie J type character. And I know, like, we have a Johnny Bananas. But Johnny Bananas also exists in a realm that Stevie J is not in. As far as just the genre of reality TV that Johnny Bananas is on. He's very much still on that MTV uh, very white-centric. And I'm not saying, like, Stevie J's brand of villainy is black-centric. I'm not saying that at all. But I do think there is something to be said for a black villain and a white villain. Like, I think those are two separate villains who come to reality television with different tropes and different tricks and cards in their bags just because of the culture, Right. I like New York is great. New York is dope. 
but we don't have a hip-hop-centric person on our cast yet. We also don't have that truly just, man, this motherfucker is, and I'm not man-woman, this motherfucker is just, woo, bad. But that is a character that's on so many reality shows, uh, in my opinion, in my opinion. And I don't have a problem, personally, with having that type of character have a role when you talk about why do people watch reality TV, what characters do people come back or come to and relate, not relate to, but who come back to to watch ratings, blah, 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 blah. If this is a character, Stevie J is a good person to fill that character. Uh, I, that, that is how I'm approaching this specific choice on the cast. I Like, we can find another guy if you want. I just don't feel like this one is the one. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, it's it's just not, there's nothing funny about it. It's not funny. I don't know. Like I don't think, I, it, it's not funny, but I think it's good right. television. I, I think those uh, okay. are two separate things. You know, I, that that's my thoughts. But, like, you know, this is a decision that we both have to make. And if you feel, you know, Stevie J is not that person, then Stevie J is not that person. I think that's fair. I also feel like, I mean, I'm thinking about Stevie in relation to the other names that we have on here. We have New York. We have Johnny Bananas. We have Aviva. We have Shangela, Snooki, Vinny. Although, I'm thinking Vinny can go. And... Tyra and Dan and Trishel and I just don't know that Stevie even brings the like mononym like oh I say this person's first name and I know exactly who you're talking about like all I have to say is Snooky or all I have to say is Tyra or something and maybe that's just an unfortunate part about the reach of VH1 Mm -hmm. and black shows and maybe how little attention they get but I don't know there's something that doesn't feel quite John let's even you bring a good point about like black villainy versus white villainy. So not comparing to Johnny bananas, but like maybe New York, but like, I'm thinking like if I have to think about a black villain or whatever, and I know New York's a woman and John and Stevie's a man, but it's just like, there's something that is watchable or fun about New York. She was just as terrible to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she was an awful person. But it's just, I don't know. New York, like, I guess I want the cast to be fun. Like, I feel like I want to come to the show that we're building and, like, laugh, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, have a good time. And I'm not confident that I'll have a good time with Stevie every time. If not every time. I just I just worry that he... It that would get a little depressing. I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna fight for Stevie J, but do you think that putting him outside of a type of show like Love and Hip Hop, where it is about love triangles and relationships, and putting him just in a cast with these type of characters and his brand of what he does on that show, but you take the mm-hmm. relationships out of it? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think he could still survive. This, I think he could still survive. I think he could I think he could survive because, you know, he seems like the kind of person who when you turn the cameras on, he's ready to go, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess I just haven't seen what he can do outside of terrorized women that like is that is quality television beyond you know what I mean? Like Very fair. I had I, I just haven't seen what he can do. But 
I mean, if you feel strongly about them, we could nah. wait list them or put them on. No, 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 no. I think we 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 just gotta up our search. We just gotta up our search yeah. for the future episodes. And even Vinny feels wrong on this list, and even Dan Geesling feels wrong on this list. If I'm like thinking about the magnitude of like the people that you know, like a New York and a well, maybe they don't feel wrong on this list. I don't know, but no, I don't think they feel wrong. I think like the purpose is necessarily just to find some of the greatest reality characters uh Mm -hmm. whether they mix well 100 percent with other characters on our cast i think is not necessarily for me at least when i'm thinking about how i'm making my decisions uh i do factor that in but it's not as weighted as some of the oh no i'm not that's not the criteria I'm looking at. I'm looking at do when we're talking about the greatest cast of all time, if people are like, yo, they got boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going, they got Dan. Oh, they got Vinny. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I like Dan, though. Dan is that. I do Dan like Dan. Dan. I that love Dan. Dan is that guy who's going to bring the... The sweet manipulation, the the gospel, the gospel to <laughs> you. Adorable. I think I'm that's gonna the decision. Find, I'm I'm gonna try and find. I'm gonna challenge myself to try and find a Stevie J type villain without the polygamy, the painful, torturous polygamy. I'm gonna try and find it. Tell us what you think, everybody. Let us know. Let us know what you think, and we. This is, I think. Two, three episodes in a row, we haven't put anybody on. So, or so you know, we the time is running out. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking to form this cast. That means the work that we need to do is ever pressing. I'm excited to do it. I hope you guys are excited to listen. Let me know what you think. I'm at Jackie's Neal on all social media. Where can we find you, Ray? I'm at Ray Sani. On Twitter and Rafizzle87 on Instagram. Oh, show. Whoo! That's it. One more time. Special shout out to Ira for bringing us the dirt, bringing us the drama. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, everybody. Peace out, homies. They say one is the loneliest number that there ever could be. And two is just as lonely as one. But I reject that. One is all you need to tango. One is all you need for an army. One is all you need to unlock all that you will ever need in a lifetime. You can not survive in the world of ones without getting to know oneself first. So no, one is not lonely. One is all the company you need. As for two being lonely, I offer no pushback. They call that marriage. These are my thoughts. Just what I'm feeling at the time.
Next time on the cast, Ray auditions for Jocelyn's Cabaret, Jacques teaches Stevie J how to block punches, and Ray and Jacques record Mimi's laughter to punch up their sets with laughs. That was a HeadGum Podcast.